power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. sharper than a two-edged sword. Thank you for your word that delivers. Thank you for your word that suits. Thank you for your word that instructs. I pray that the hearts and the minds of your people will be opened this morning to receive your engrafted word. In the name of Jesus, we declare every machination and activity of the enemy suspended this second. Holy Spirit, have free course to work and to operate of your people. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Spirit. In Jesus, most excellent name, have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God for this morning. Amen. I feel like singing again. Maybe there's song I want to sing. None of you will know how to sing it, so let me keep it to myself. It's an old Presbyterian hymn. Does anybody know how to sing? Okay, those who know, let's sing. One, go. sung when you are confirming people in the Presbyterian church on one such occasion immediately they finished singing this song people were spontaneously baptized in the Holy Ghost nobody laid hands on them they just began to speak in tongues hallelujah we bless God for this morning this morning I want to share with you a brief word of exhortation and it is just one word it is just one word the title of my exhortation is Remember. Remember. Tell somebody, Remember. Tell another person, Remember. Hallelujah. You see, one of the 
greatest devices of the enemy, which we usually don't pay attention to, is his ability to cause us to forget. You see, in life there are things you must forget. Yes, there are things you must forget. Negative experiences. Even with the negative experiences, you forget the effect, but remember the lessons. Hallelujah. Forget the effect, but remember the lessons. There are things you must forget quickly. That last insult, somebody insulted you. You need to forget it. But there are some things too you can't afford to forget. Hallelujah. Final year medical students, you can't afford to forget your examination of hernia. Because tomorrow somebody will get it <laughs> in the clinical exam. Hallelujah. You can't afford to forget. There are certain kinds of forgetting that the Bible actually classifies as unrighteousness. When you forget. Let me show you a certain scripture. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. Let's see Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. Now listen to what the Bible is saying. It says, for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have shown towards his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. It says, for God is not unrighteous. Somebody say unrighteous. So what is the unrighteousness here? It is forgetting. So he's saying God is not unrighteous to forget. That means there are certain things when you forget, it's as good as being unrighteous. I checked the Greek word for the word unrighteous there. And it's the word adikos. Say adikos. The word adikos. And adikos means many things. Adikos means unjust. Somebody say unjust. It also means unfair. It means wicked. And it means treacherous. So if we replace all these words by unrighteous, it says, For God is not wicked to forget. God is not unjust to forget. God is not treacherous to forget. God is not unfair to forget. Hallelujah. That means there are certain times when you forget certain things, you are being wicked. That means there are certain things when you forget them, you are being unjust. There are certain things when you forget you are being unfair. And there are certain things when you forget you are being treacherous. But may that not be your story in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Oh, human beings have very short memories. Thank God God is not unrighteous like us. Amen. He's not unrighteous. Those of you going to write exams, God is not unrighteous. He will, he will remember your labor of love. You remember your work. You remember the hard work you put in. You remember the prayers that you have lifted up. Hallelujah. Yeah. That means there are certain kinds of forgetting that qualify as wickedness. Qualifies as wickedness. God, who is infinite in knowledge, in wisdom, even Him, He puts measures in place to ensure that He doesn't forget. He puts measures in place, like deliberate measures. This is God who knows everything. This is God whose memory is perfect. And he still puts measures in place to ensure that he doesn't forget the things he's not supposed to forget. Let me give you an example. Give me Malachi chapter 3, 16 to 17. Malachi 3, 16 to 17. Even God with a perfect memory. He puts measures in place. He said, then they that fear the Lord speak often one to another and the Lord hearkened and heard it and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name hallelujah even God with a perfect mind God with a perfect memory he has a book of remembrance that has been made for him so that he would ensure that whatever stretch of your imagination he wouldn't forget the people that he has to remember that is God, a book of remembrance if even God needs a book of remembrance then you need a library of remembrance because there are things you must remember there are people you must remember there are things people have done for you that you must remember unfortunately human beings have very 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 short memories but that will not be your story in Jesus name you must put measures in place 
to ensure that we remember the things that we are supposed to remember. Remembering is so important to God that remembrance is one of the main ministries of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says he will bring into remembrance. Everybody say into remembrance. Yeah, it's one of the main ministries of the Holy Spirit to bring into remembrance. That's why this exam, it is not just knowledge you are going to write with the exam. The, the Holy Spirit will bring into remembrance. Hallelujah. There are some things you had taught long ago and some... Somebody will go and bring it up, but the Spirit of God will move over your mind and bring into remembrance. And you remember what you need to remember. Hallelujah. Yeah. You bring it to remembrance. Remembrance is so important. There are a lot of wrong things we do, and they are as a result of the fact that we forget. A lot of people mess up morally get indulged in sin simply because momentarily they forget that there are people on a mission Satan gets you to the point where you forget that you are you are anointed you have a call of God upon your life you forget the fact that you have an assignment and you are a man on a mission and a woman on a mission because if that thing is constantly on your mind it is a check you know that you can't live your life anyhow you can't do the things that ordinary people do. But Satan has ways of manipulating our mindset that momentarily you forget. And when you remember again, that is when the guilt comes. It is such a weapon. It's unfortunate nobody really talks about it. But it is a serious weapon Satan uses against us. Forgetting. 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 There are many things we do that are considered unjust. There are many things we do that are considered wicked. There are many things that we do that are considered unfair. There are many things that we do that are considered treacherous. And it's because we forget. We forget. And I'll show you some of these things. Ingratitude. is as a result of people forgetting. Ingratitude. When somebody is ungrateful. It's because the person forgot. It's because the person forgot. I was talking to a pastor friend some time ago and he was telling me stories upon stories how people have been ungrateful to him. People he, he looked after through school later could stand in front of the church and insult him. Even if you want to insult as a person, insult him in private or even send a text message. He said, also, you can't believe it. He stood in front of the church and insulted me. Somebody he picked from nowhere gave him a scholarship to his own school he had established, finished and employed him in the school, trained him and ordained him a pastor in this church. He forgot, stood in front of the church and insulted him and left. No wonder, two years after. Somebody shot him dead. He died. Before he died, somebody shot his brother. Not long after he too, he was shot dead. I was talking to the person. He said, oh, I didn't open my mouth to curse him or anything. I said, no. There are certain things you don't have to open your mouth to curse. It's an automatic curse. The word of God has cursed you already. Proverbs 17, 13. It says, if you return good for evil, evil will never depart from your house. This is a clear example of that happening. His brother too suffered some. He said, evil will never depart from your house. Your house. Ingratitude. It's because people forget. People forget. May you not forget. Hallelujah. May you not forget. Ingratitude. Impatience and intolerance. It's as a result of people forgetting. Some people are impatient with people. That day I was driving on the road and somebody was busy tooting the horn and I was like, oh, why is he making? No, no, and there was a learner in front of him. Somebody who was now learning with L. You have a principle. I don't blow horns on people. If I see the L, I'll never blow a horn on you. Because I remember when I was also learning how to drive. When 
whenever you hear the horn, you, it's like <laughs> everything you have been taught just escapes from your head like that. I remember one time like that, you know, I don't know, nowadays I think the driving schools, they use automatic, but those days it was manual. And when you get to the junction and you doom the jar like that, and everybody do ping, 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 ping behind you, it's like, okay, crucify me, let me just die and go. I remember one time like that, I doomed the jar like that. No, it wasn't a major road, there was just one man behind me. And I saw him drive. When he got to my side, he stopped. I thought the guy was coming to insult me. He was like, young man, that's how it was for all of us. Carry on, okay? It will be well. It's like, oh my God. Why are there many of such people on the road? <laughs> Tell somebody, remember. We are impatient and intolerant of people's weaknesses. How slow people are at picking up things. And how slow people are at learning. And all of that. It's, it's because we've forgotten. That we ourselves, we were like them some time ago. Let's not forget the fact that life is in stages. So, how you are now, how sharp you are now, how good you are now at what you are doing and everything, you weren't like that three, four years, five years back. You grew in stages. Unfortunately, when people reach a certain stage, they forget that they were even worse at that same level. Recently, one gentleman who was my house officer, and he wasn't the best house officer I had at all. He was writing strange prescriptions and doing strange things. You know, some of those people that if you don't keep your eyes on them, your mortality rate on the world will just increase like that. They're doing strange, strange things. He is now a resident somewhere, and he came for rotation in our department. And he was complaining. House officers of these days... Nowadays, the house officer, I really don't know what is happening. I hope you're not here. You. <laughs> he said, I didn't have time to address him, so I said the you in my mind. You. Huh? If I say some of the prescriptions he wrote, and those of you who prescribed, you, you will jump out of your skin right now. had mercy on them they've read somewhere so they are impatient with other people i've seen people do, do things though. a house officer got angry with a mother children's block got angry with a mother the child was having intravascular hemolysis so cola colored urine when she came to the ward the mother was giving the child malt and she flipped on the mother hey then the macacho said malt no name man yes if you understand what I'm talking about, this is sacrilegious. This is blasphemy. What I'm saying is like saying that uh, Satan has repented and he's born again, which can never happen. They say when you look at the mouth of a king, you will never know he has sucked breast milk before. Right now, you're a king, so you're talking big, 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 big thing. That same mouth. That same mouth. Tell somebody, remember. Tell another person, remember. You see, when you remember, you will be patient with people. When you remember, you will tolerate people's slowness. When you remember, you, you will tolerate people's weaknesses and people's inefficiencies and inabilities. Hey, when we're young, doctor, there were some of the people... If you are operating with them and you mistake, hey, people were flipping, at, f- flying operation hey, tools in the air, angry. I'm like, are you, are you saying when you were young, you were not making mistakes? You did when they gave birth to you, the surgery, and then one sad. Like that. Intolerance, impatience. in the corporate world this that that hey and I gave you this deadline and you couldn't mean maybe you cry if you were giving half of that when you were at that person's level you wouldn't have been able to do anything but people forget just because now they have transitioned from one era and one one level to the other but may that not be your story in Jesus name 
you must remember people get to certain levels and the things they were complaining about when they were down there they go and do the same say they are made heads of departments and the same thing they used to complain about and this is it they'll go there and do the same thing they are made managing directors and they'll do the same thing it's because they forget forgetfulness 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 I have a problem with teachers who wish their students will fail like I don't know what kind of witchcraft or wizard craft that is that you, you want look if people will begin to see exams as an examination not only for the students but also for the teacher because how your students perform is a reflection of how good you are as a teacher that is what people don't realize so you intentionally make things hard intentionally make things difficult so that they'll feel like uh uh-huh, before you can get to my level it's not easy you understand we behave as if God shaped the earth as a pyramid where there is very little space at the top but God in his wisdom didn't make it a pyramid he made it a sphere there's enough space everywhere if you want to be at the bottom you can be there if you want to be at the side you can be there if you want to be at the top you can be there that is a mentality we must live with as black men why people don't think like that they want to have proteges people that they can boldly beat their chest and say I trained this person I held this person's hand through the the, the, the the basics and this person has become what he is today. It is a feather in my own cap, but not the black man. Are you listening that it took me 15 years to get? You want to come and get in five years? Tobu, take your time. Life is not like that. Just take your time. Be humble. academia a young person coming up the person is interested in research writing papers i know departments that stop people from writing papers so no stop the rate at which every year you're releasing four published papers like that why is it they stop like head of the department came and stopped stopped it when you read professor from Barton's book deep down my heart on how the National Cardiothoracic Center was established. You see that black people, we can be very treacherous. How people even attempted sabotaging some of his surgeries so that the patient would die. Yes, you, you have come, you've gone to be Germany, you come back now, you're coming to be popular and everybody's talking about everybody's healing. We were here before you came. His first open heart surgery. He said somebody who is not even a cardiothoracic surgeon but a senior to him in the system said if he is not there he should not cut he should wait for him to be there for you don't even know like when they open the heart right now <laughs> you can't even tell which one is hey, your time which one is hey. <laughs> but he said you, you have to be there it is it is a mentality it is a mentality he himself said just because he had a referral in pediatrics and even though it was because he, he argued with a lecturer when he wanted to do surgery and he was the best student in surgery in the abatch, he got the prize for surgery he wanted to do surgery as postgraduate they said because he was referred in pediatrics he's not postgraduate material best student in, it's not like he says he even wants to do the, the postgraduate in pediatrics he wants to do it in surgery he said, because you were referred in pediatrics, you are not postgraduate material. What Ghana doesn't like, generally like. And look at what he has become today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. You know, we must move from that, that mentality. That mentality. People forget that when they were house officers, when their bosses scream on them and stuff like that, they go back and they are sad and they threaten, don't come to a department again. But when they cross over and they become bosses, they do the same thing. It's because people forget. But may you not forget. Hallelujah. May you not forget. Why do you have to make things difficult for people just because it was difficult for you? That is a wrong mentality. 
things must get better. Things must get better. And we didn't have it easy. So you people too, you cannot have it easy. So things should continue to be difficult and continue to be difficult like that. Generation to generation. That's why Africa is not moving forward. The white people, everybody comes and is thinking of how to make the situation, the, the system better. But for us, oh, send a prayer. Most of us are So you realize that we are not small people. You understand? We are not small people. May the Lord begin to change that mentality in us as black people. And it takes remembering. Remembering. Unforgiveness is a function of forgetting. When you have a problem with forgiving people, it's because you forget easily. You have very, very short memory. People who have problems forgiving people is because they themselves have lost memory of the fact that they are also products of forgiveness. What if God decided not to forgive you your sins? Those plain sins that you committed. And let's even put God aside. You yourself, you have weaknesses. You are not perfect. You have been offending people. If you will just remember the fact that you've also offended somebody before. Or probably you've even offended the person you are even refusing to forgive before. It becomes easier for you to forgive. Hallelujah. Yeah. You are a product of forgiveness. God forgave you. You probably have also, most likely have also offended somebody before. And thirdly, if you can only remember some of the good things that person you are finding it difficult to forgive has done for you in the past. Tell somebody, remember. Remember. Just remember. You realize that it will become easier for you to forgive. Because you see, what happens is that Satan induces you to forget the good and concentrate just on the bad that the person has done for you. No, I'm done with you. I'm finished with you. I've cut all links. I don't want to see you in my life again. As far as I'm concerned, you don't exist. Hey, and you can open your mouth and say such things. If God repeats those words to you. That person cannot be all evil. Most of the time, the person's good that he, he or she has done to you is, is even more than the bad. Just sit down and start remembering. I'm sure right now you are, you are, you are, you are remembering some of the, 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 the people you have been forgiven. You have held them in your heart. Remember. Even if it's one thing, one good thing the person did for you, remember. It will help you to release the person. And I've told you here that when you have unforgiveness and bitterness in your heart, it's like you are drinking poison and expecting somebody else to die. You are harming yourself. You are releasing stress hormones into your system. You are increasing your blood sugar level. You are increasing your hypertension and giving yourself lipid issues. Meanwhile, the person is there living his or her life and you are suffering. And you are, you are drinking the poison and expecting the person to die. May God have mercy on us. Unforgiveness is because we have short memories. Four, when we are judgmental, it's because we have short memories. If you, you only remember your own weaknesses. The secret things in your life, if God should blow your lid right now, you will never be able to lift up your head again. But the mercy of God located you. You see, those who were going to kill the adulteress, sometimes I wonder where the man was. Adultery takes two. But it was the woman they went to catch. Maybe the man ran faster. Or something. Hey, looking for the biggest stone. No, Charlie, this one is too small. And things. Getting ready to stone the woman. And Jesus just pressed a remembrance button. He said, if any of you, which of, whichever of you has no sin, let him be the first to cast a stone. Look, remembrance is a very powerful thing, you know? Look at how it devimed them, desvimed them like that. They were ready to shed blood. We will kill her today. He said, any of you who has no sin, let him be the first to cast the stone. The time he raised his head, 
everybody was gone. Because momentarily, they forgot that they were also sinners walking. When you are judgmental, it's because you are forgotten. You are forgotten that you also have something you are dealing with that nobody knows about. You, you are forgotten that you also dealt with something some time back and God had mercy on you. And, and this person has gone to do this and this person has gone to do that and this person has gone to do that. What about you yourself? And it's a fornicator, it's an adulterer. The kind of fornication you have committed in your head. Mental adultery and mental fornication. statement it was jesus who made it up it's paul you say paul was in a good mood and things that nowadays people try to assign also and paul was in a certain state of mind when he said this so we can't accept it jesus what mood was jesus in he never seen though he can't be in any mood apart from in the spirit all the time always in the spirit everything that's why his words are written in red dangerous you can't ignore them he said, if you look at a woman lastfully, and I believe it applies in the opposite direction as well, you have committed adultery. So if we should, we should pile up your mental adultery and your mental fornication, and we bring it against the person's one or two physical, in-person ones the person has done, you are worse off. You've forgotten that you, you lie with, you know, impunity. You lie with impunity. In the whole of the New Testament, God never killed anybody for adultery. He never killed anybody for fornication. I'm not saying it's good. Go and do it. It's bad. But two people died for lying. That should tell you God has a very serious view of lying. And that thing they did, eh? I've told you here before, it's something people do. They pledged. They said, We have a church project. They pledged. They went for the envelope. And they pledged that this land that they have, they are going to sell it and bring their money. And when they went home, and I hope when you went home, Satan didn't speak things into your head. When they went home, Satan spoke things into her, so they decided, oh, let us divide the money and bring it. So it's like they pledged and they paid half of their pledge. You, you've pledged and not paid before. But God has been having mercy on Sometimes you read this, sometimes we are too hard on Bible characters, but we are worse than them. People are like, ah, the people of Israel, I don't understand them. I don't understand them. You see God's power like this and you can just forget. Israel, their problem was forgetting you. They could forget. Hey! You've seen ten powerful plagues like that. Moses went away, no, you forgot. You decide that you want to worship a baby cow. Go for the adult one, baby cow. My God. And they said, this baby cow is the God that took us out of Egypt. Where was that baby cow when darkness was coming over Egypt? When the Nile was becoming black? When frogs were coming over Egypt? When the firstborn sons of the people of Egypt were there? Where was that image? They said, this is the God. Not because they forgot. The Bible says, neither the pillar of cloud nor the pillar of fire departed from the people of Israel for as long as they were in the wilderness. That means at every point in time, either the pillar of fire was there or the pillar of cloud was there. So when they were worshipping the, the, the golden calf, either the pillar of fire was there or the pillar of cloud was there. It's hard to imagine. You can see such, such a supernatural sight. And the Bible said God was in the pillar of fire, God was in the pillar of cloud. So God was there. And when they got the calf thing, they didn't just worship it. The Bible said, and they rose up to play. That means they were sleeping with each other, drinking debauchery, all kinds of things were happening in the presence of the cloud. We look at them and we're like, how is that possible? You see, for them, God was in the cloud. For us, God is inside us. 
is living inside. As you are saying, he is, God in his entirety is inside you. But the same things that they were doing, we also do. Let's not be too judgmental on Bible card. You know, sometimes I get sad the way people portray or people paint David. When maybe a man of God is caught in some serial, you know, immorality, something, 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 oh, most of the time they say, oh, even David. Haven't you heard that before? It's like, it's almost becoming an excuse for spiritual people to misbehave. But David wasn't that bad, though. Someone was like, hey, yeah, I don't understand. Why, after all that David did, God still said he's a man after his own heart. So as in there, all that he did, what? What is the all? He said, no, but all that he did, I said, what is the all? Probably because you've not read your scriptures well. David misbehaved only once. Give me First Kings chapter 15, verse 5. I'll show you. And you understand why he was a man after God's own heart. Just once. First Kings chapter 15, verse 5. The Bible is saying that for David had done what was pleasing in the Lord's sight and had obeyed the Lord's commands throughout his life, except in the affair concerning Uriah the Hittite. Just that. One. David had only one Bathsheba. You, you have a few months. I do a time. I'm a, I'm a Felicia. Uh, a Lisbeth. Lisbeth. <laughs> David had only one Bathsheba. One. Once. And even that one, when he realized it, he went to God, Psalm 51. Create in me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit away from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And he went on to say that I may show transgressions your ways. This is somebody God loves. He says a broken and a contrite heart. That is what I'm looking for. Some people, when they are going to confess their sins, it's like, you know, you know, you don't go with a broken, you know, it says, Lord, you know, you know already. It's not easy in these days with the technology and everything. It's, it's hard to step here, you know, God. It's just saying, take some tea and drink. <laughs> no brokenness. But you can talk about David's matter. This man was weeping. This man was in sackcloth. Have you seen sackcloth before? Have you been fasted over a sin before? Fasted over his sin. Oh, it's easy. We will quote scriptures to God. We feel sin. And we confess he's faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins and cleanse us of all. Like we are doing God Bible study. Lord, you know already. It's like that. Just wipe the sin away and let me go. <laughs> That's literally what we do with God. We are not broken anymore. We have remorse, but we don't have repentance. We are remorseful. Especially when we are caught. Not repentant. Repentance comes from the depths of the spirit. Repentance comes with a, 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 a desire and a promise to do a 180 degree turn. Not the thing that we have fetched the blood in a pail and it's in the corner of our room. You go and misbehave and come and come and take small the blood of Jesus. Use it to wash away your sins. And you are looking for the next victim. May the Lord have mercy upon us. May the Lord give us the grace not to be judgmental. Unfaithfulness is a result of forgetting. I'm talking about unfaithfulness in relationships, unfaithfulness in marriage. Hmm? It's because people forget. If men will remember how they struggled with the wives of their youth, how they struggled to buy their first car, how they all took trotro and at the point in time after prayers and God opening heavens they bought their first car how they planned businesses some worked, some didn't work after a while when things have become good then some slay queen somewhere 
association of slave queens, baby mamas, and what's the third one? Psychics. They are there waiting to become majority shareholders in the work that somebody and his wife have toiled to acquire. It's because people forget. Yeah. People start taking their spouses for granted because they forgot it. Those days when you were fasting and praying for an answer, for her to say yes, and she said, I'm seeking the face of God. I want to know what the mind of the Lord is. Two months, three months, and you can't eat. Praying God, the heart of the king, this time it's the queen, is in the hands of the Lord, and the Lord can move it in whatever direction. You've prayed scriptures. You have given vibes. You have put on false swag. When you finally get, she says yes. You get married. Now, you forget. Look, let me tell you something. No love that is from God can die. It's not possible. It's impossible. Look, every marriage that God has endorsed, any marriage that God has blessed, it can be resurrected. No matter how dead it is. Do you know why? Because the Bible says God is love. Love is God himself. The day love can die, then it means God too can die. And since God cannot die, then love too can never die. It can always be resurrected. All it takes is remember. Remember. Just remember. Look, your spouses said they will annoy you. You annoy them. It is a normal spice of the thing. Hallelujah. No, no, no. No couple. You won't see any couple and they'll tell you oh, every day is rosy. To one man, always say, Hey, my marriage, it has gone through gutters, it has gone through mountains, gone through valleys, gone through forests, gone through rivers, everything. but all work together to make it what it is today. Sometimes the relationship is nicer after you are fought, through a fault, when you've come together after you are fought. When you do, uh, just say, say, we, we are not talking. I won't be the one to break the silence. Otherwise, I've lost. It is Satan that is speaking to you. I'm dialing your number. Pick the phone. <laughs> I won't be the first to call. Otherwise, I'll, you've lost what? What have you lost? Which, which fight? Which battle have you lost? You see the way Satan has been ministering to you? <laughs> I don't want to be the first. I've lost. It is a manifestation of the spirit of pride. One of you must be the fool and decide that this silence is too much. Yeah, they'll say not me. Me, they won't be the fool. But the Bible says, blessed is the peacemaker. There is a blessing in being a peacemaker. Don't be a quarrelsome person. Don't be a... a, a, a what's the truth? Patapai. Patapai means... Oh, patapai is the truth, isn't it? It means somebody who likes fighting. There are too many patapai people in the kingdom of God now. Everybody wants to fight. Everybody, I, yeah, I know my rights. I know my. There are times be like the doormat. Eh, allow yourself to be trampled upon small. Those rights that you have held in high saying, put them down. And let somebody trample over them small. Hallelujah. Yes. In Christianity, sometimes you you have to be in quotes foolish. Like how Jesus said that when somebody slaps you on the right, wisdom has it that either. Slap him back or run away. But he said, instead, stand there. After you have experienced that first hot one and you know what it feels like to get the second one, overcome the fear of a second one. Stand there, turn the other cheek, close your eyes, anticipate the pain and receive it. Bang! foolishness uh, but in Christianity to be a true Christian eh, there are times you have to be a fool you have to be a fool for Christ just for the sake of peace 
people are too wise in their own eyes and it is bringing a lot of discord in families it's bringing a lot of confusion among relationships somebody must decide that I am the fool for the sake of peace I'll be the fool I will apologize even if I don't think I'm the one that is wrong S-O-R-R-Y how many letters? five letters is it so difficult for you to say? it's not difficult sometimes you have to be a fool pride is a result of forgetting You forgot how you were, where you yourself you came from. God has been merciful and now you've broken through. You have become a big man. So, hey, you cannot speak to me directly. Please, 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 please. Hey, no, you're not in my class now. No, you're talking about people who have achieved in life. Look, be, 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 take your time. Don't come near me. When men of God become proud and you can't see them, you can't talk to them, and they say, Not because they are too busy, there are people who are too busy to see people, it's understandable. There are some people too, they are busy less, like they they don't have anything doing. But big manism and pride, just because you've seen some one or two results. You pray for somebody and the person came and gave a testimony. Oh, and the Lord has said to me, Hey, that means me to have a right. Now people must carry my Bible. And these are the things that are motivating people in ministry. Hey, when they see, say, Hey, ministry, ministry. Hey, hey ministry. <laughs> The fact that they'll open the door for you to sit down. The fact that when I'm coming inside, Julie Fata or a Kwasma will come for my book. I need ministry. That's not a ministry. If you know how tired I am today, you know how tired Pastor Fa is today, if you know how tired Pastor Della is today, driving on a road that is just like you are doing a chainsaw. You'll be vibrating for five hours. And we are here today. I'm here standing here ministering to you. When we got back yesterday, I'm sure they went and slept. I had to think about what to preach to you today. That is ministry. Hallelujah. It is the sacrifice. When you people were asleep yesterday night, I was awake. Praying for you, interceding for you. We forget that the word ministry means service. We must learn to serve. We are becoming too proud in ministry. Especially young, the young ones that are coming up. Look, don't 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 learn some of the things that older people are doing. People call themselves pastors and are inaccessible to people. Nobody can. It's like, hey, you have to go through like four or five people. Before, I told you about a friend of mine. We were in the same room in Legon. We were in JHS primary school together, everything. He says, and now he calls himself a bishop. And then he got sick and came to Kolebu. We hadn't met in many years. So I came to see you. I used my influences to get things to be done for you quickly and all of that. When you left and we were exchanging numbers, apparently the number he gave me was the number of his personal assistant. Somebody that we all sat in. Ah, anytime I called to find out how he's doing, oh, hello, sir. So this, 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 this. I said, ah, where is he? I said, oh, you, you can't say to One time I called, I said, let me talk to him. I said, what, what is this that you mean? If I want to speak to you, I have to speak to you through a peer. Even God talks to me directly. How much more you? You human being. King of kings. Lord of lords. The one who created you. He even speaks to me directly. How much more you? Take yourself. Since that time, I've not even taken a phone to call him. He should take his life. I don't need proud people in my life. I don't need proud people in my life. I was talking to a young man recently. I told him, look. 
me in ministry, I don't hallow gift too much. It is the side things. How humble are you? And I look at your heart. See, those are the things. As for gift, eh? Satan is gifted more than all of us. The things Satan can do, you can do. If you want to go to US right now, you fast and pray. Go for visa. And a white man sitting there, depending on how he's going to decide, go. I will bounce you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Satan doesn't need a visa to go to US. When the sons of God had met and went there, and they asked him, Where have you said, I'm from to and fro the air? Diplomatic passport. They be up, baby, over to your So when it comes to gift, Satan is more gifted than all of us. But this kingdom is not about gifts, it's about authority. Satan is more gifted than us, but Christ has given us authority over him. That is why we are able to say, Satan, shut up, Satan, be bound, Satan, be loosed. And it happens. Because we are talking authority. Now we follow gift, 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 gift. We thank God for gifts, but character is more important. There are too many Christmas tree ministries. You know Christmas tree ministry? A Christmas tree has gifts on it, but no fruit. Christmas tree ministry. Have you seen a fruit on a Christmas tree before? You see gifts on it. So you come and you see raw gift, raw power, raw, you know, and everything but character, no patience. He says, Bring me the tower. You go to the hey, what is wrong with you? Are you mad? Don't you know I'm in a spirit? No character, zero character, no patience, no long suffering, nothing. Some of them, if they come and propose to you and you bounce them, cry, they try to curse you. Hey, me, a man of God, me. I've come down to this level to come and propose to you. You see what will happen to you. There's pride. May the Lord take the spirit of pride out of us. And may God give us remembrance. Let's remember where we came from. You see, everybody here is going to be great. Hallelujah. Oh, I said everybody here is going to be great. Hallelujah. Everybody here will have a great name. Hallelujah. Everybody here will leave a great legacy. But when you get to the top, or well, let me say, when we get to the top, let us not forget where we came from. Let us not forget the humble beginnings. When we have become, uh, Pastor Dela has become one of the top worship leaders in Ghana. Not just in Ghana, but in Africa. Not just in Africa, but in the world. May you not forget where you came from. Hallelujah. Yeah. I said, call him home. I want to go and minister somewhere. Can we go? Um, I have some multi-million dollar deal I want to go and sign. That if I, can you postpone the meeting? <laughs> Let us remember. Hallelujah. Let's forgive because we remember. If one day I, I offend Pastor Alpha, he should be able to forgive me. When he remembers, oh, this man preached at my wedding. <laughs> when he remembers that, you see, before she said yes to him, eh? <laughs> Gina's father actually called me. She was like, Doc, can we have a meeting? It's like, oh, why not? Mr. Bozuka, we'll talk. <laughs> We sat down, I was like, yeah, I hear there's this gentleman who is interested in my daughter. What is your verdict on him? What if that day I had gone and said, Mr. Bozuka, you must pray. <laughs> but I spoke good words. I spoke good things out of my heart. When we finished, I was like, oh, I'm at peace. At peace. So if one day I offend him, remember that I contributed I spoke a good word for you for you to get your wife put your hands together for the Lord and stand to your feet oh today you want to pray that Lord give me the grace to remember in fact one of the things we forget is, is the things God does for us when you are in a situation where things are difficult we don't remember the fact that God took us through difficult times in the past God provided for us 
when things were bad, God healed us when we were sick. You want to pray that, Lord, give me the grace to remember. In fact, you want to apologize to God for not even remembering the good things that he has done in your life, the, the good things that he has blessed you with. Just lift up your voice. Just lift up your voice. Just lift up your voice. Pray that, Lord, Lord, give me the grace to remember. Give me the grace to remember. Give me the grace to remember. Oh, God, let me not forget. Let me not forget. I don't want to walk in unrighteousness. The unrighteousness of forgetting. The unrighteousness of forgetting. The wickedness of forgetting. The treachery of forgetting. Oh, may we not forget when we get married. May we not forget the wife of our youth. May we not forget the days when we were, we were hoping and praying for positive results. May we not forget. No, may we not forget. When you have elevated us on high in ministry, in our careers, may we not forget where we came from. May we not forget where we came from. May we not forget where we came from. In the name of Jesus Christ of May we not forget, Lord. May we not forget. There are people who you are not forgiving right now because you have forgotten what they did in your life. May God bring into remembrance. May the Spirit of God bring into remembrance. May the Spirit of God bring into remembrance. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God, the Lord, when we have reached those diseases, give us the grace to remember. Give us the grace to remember. Give us the grace to remember. Give us the grace to remember your message. Your goodness and your message that are following us. Give us the grace to remember.
We trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Someone overflow!